First of all, your eyes are so pretty. Thank you. So, um, so, so because this is, so this is, did you do a private reading last time too, or was it a group? It was a private. I was a private with my husband. Okay. Um, are your, it's almost like they're trying to show me your intentions of your reading. So then maybe we could, um, are you just wanting, so they're giving me like true growth, true or truth growth um, are you really wanting to connect in a way that can help you it's almost like you have an intention of really needing to feel kind of like lifted out of a trench or maybe being motivated into something or being um they show me crossroads are you in a cross are you at a crossroads um Does that i don't know interesting choices Crossroads usually means decisions and choices. Oh. Okay. Okay. So So um grandma, grandpa. So do you have a set of grandparents in spirit? Yes. Um, and then do you have a mother energy and spirit? Um, my gra I was really, really close to my grandma. Your mom's mom? Yes, my mom's mom. Okay, that's what that's what's happening. Is. And then um, is, is that her husband and spirit? Or are they yes, okay. yes. So, so then is your intention to connect to her today? Well, her and my son. Was he held when he passed? Was he being held or did he have some sort of being holding? Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, was that you? Was that someone that uh, was, no, that's someone's dad. Uh, was that it someone's was my dad. dad. Okay, yeah, he says someone's dad and then was mm -hmm. the one that held him and find him. He was the one with the water, yeah? Yes. Okay, so we have him again. Yeah. So, <laughs> he shows me all these imageries because he shows me the grandfather finding him right in the accident yes like, um, again just to validate okay yeah i re would remember that right um, yeah i'm so grateful for his soul mama because i want to talk to you in a different way tonight because your son is coming forward and he's like sit in gratitude of my life show her what that is and so i said okay and i said to him i said it's a very sensitive place to go because you're having me talk to another parent about being grateful that you even were able to exist and he goes well it's true he almost didn't really get me <laughs> so uh he's matured so i do feel older since last time and it's not to say like earthly age it's just to say he's back there long enough to become a stature of a being that prolongs productivity productivity so that tells me that he's able to do things in earth tendencies so 
What's really remarkable with that since seeing you is I'm understanding now how spirit has earthly tendencies and he's very excited about acknowledging this with you because you feel as though he has earthly tendencies because he's around and he does this and he does that and you know it's him and you say it and you have this communication. Yeah. I really just don't know if your husband does as much as that as you, but it doesn't matter. No, he doesn't. Understand that? To, yeah. To, we need to seclude ourselves from a different way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Because it's not about trying to appease anybody else. It's about you knowing that you're not crazy and it's about you knowing that you can help. <laughs> yeah. Safety net of knowing that it's real life and that it's unfair, it's unfair mom. It's unfair that I'm here and you're there. You got and but it's my voice is too deep for the the rhythm i'm getting <laughs> um so it just tells me he was younger than me you know like it just uh it's like 12-ish um how old was he again nine seven seven okay so it's like very very so mature seven okay thanks like nine to twelve so it's like this vibration is different than maybe what we would have seen him in the vessel because of the older spirit energies, right? Like it's an older soul type of vibe, right? Yes. Can I can I tell you, can I ask a question about your husband? Yeah. Um, when it comes to emotions and when it comes to certain ways of thinking, when it comes to processing, is he more hard up on those kinds of things? Like, is he not as soft as maybe other men could be or like I sense an understanding but it's almost as though there's a resistance still with comprehending yes yes so you need to know something can I talk candidly about these kinds of things yeah so it's holding you back and so what's happening is you have the face that he supports, but behind that though, there's not much movement. So I'm just acknowledging you don't need that for you to feel tethered to your son. Yeah. But you don't need that for other things. So it's, it's and you're fine with this. You're content with the way things are. So yeah. I need you to know though, is that it's there and it's happening in that way. And so now that it's in your awareness, you now have the caliber of adjusting. Now they're showing me you have the controllers, you're in control. If you want more, you increase that expectation. You have new standards, you have a new internal belief. It's like, you can't be 18 for the rest of your life. So when you hit 30, 40, 50, it's like, duh, we got to change our standards. And so right. where it's not, it's a healthy way that spirit's reminding you that in general, your relationships, you have the control to reset what you need. Because mama bear, things have changed since your son has passed. Yeah. And it's different. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, and it's, you are so sweet. Her son says, my mama is so sweet. She allows people to feel how they want and express their emotions how they want and to process and to grieve how they want. 
And she unknowingly thinks that everyone is doing that to her, but unfortunately people don't understand her still. Yeah. And it's people in your orbit that mean a lot to you, I think. Yes. I'm sorry you're dealing with that. I'm sorry that you're having to push through those emotions of feeling crazy and isolated. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your vulnerability within yourself because I, I did not get this from you last time, okay? Yeah, yeah. Without you, without you being aware, your husband will do this, but it's not because we hate him, all right? We don't hate him for that. It's just this unawaring, blah, it's like, damn it, dude, kind of a situation, you know? Yes. So I need you to respect that within yourself, okay? And to just protect that, knowing that that exists, but you have to not connect to that. And you connect to the higher source. Do you know that I am called all the craziest of names and people are now thinking that I'm just this version of me that is not real because that's what religion tells them to think that people like me are. And so I don't care. And so you'll, you'll become tethered to that because your son deserves that. Yeah. You're going to do that for him. You're not going to, you're not going to care what people say to you because it's between you and your son. That is the only important relationship. He says, as far as the one you want to make sure is tethered, like yes. you're in control of others. It's like you have relationship work. You're like, it's going to be with me and my son. Yeah. So you need to know that your son's on board. You need Good. to know that aware of this because he is the one that is um, giving you that return back. And that is almost what you need to hear today is that, that boost and uh, that scoop, that reconfidence. Remember that in the beginning, I was, I was sensing this rebuild, like you are going to be rejuvenated by the end of this reading from your son. And it's happening you can feel the boiling points in your tummy you can feel the light inside and you can almost that's why you're doing this is because your energies are being it's like you're getting the sparks again and it's yeah. like you know that you have the full control of the sparks but you're giving yourself the permission to like light them up because I'm in front of you and I'm safe for you to do it. So you need to know that you are unknowingly putting yourself around people where you don't feel safe to activate your spiritual light. And therefore you then can't be proactive with exploring. And so you're either gonna need to be okay with looking like the crazy fool around the orbit of people you've chosen, or you start completely fresh. But you're fine with being crazy. You're fine with yeah. being <laughs> <laughs> your son wants you to embrace that your son wants you to really really surrender into that and that there is ways of understanding your signs and symbols that he sends you down your pipeline because you're getting information he says yeah so it's one of those things where it's like i don't know what that means but i think that this is what this means so you must say that when you see information signs symbols or dreams or deja vus or um, yes the angel numbers you're seeing the birds or the tangible things around you outside um and you're seeing people that look like your loved ones i think they're experiencing more things than what you're even vocalizing and you're seeing more than what you're even realizing so yeah in a very beautiful way 
where there is sparks coming out and around you. And so what this means is that the antennas, so they're giving me this beautiful illustration that I'm gonna just kind of draw as I speak. So they're, they are activating your son. Listen, your son is, uh, your son as well. Your son has reincarnated into a version of himself that allows his energy to be earthbound. So if you feel him, it's because he's in the fifth dimension, reincarnated in a form that reacts in the form of his child. So you can see and experience him. It is real life. So it's almost like, so he is still with you. Does that make sense? Yes. So the reincarnation of the energy form he shows me means that he is in a concrete state of movement, which means that he doesn't need to sleep ever. And so he's always out of movement because all he is now is energy, but it's this beautiful angelic energy that he had to dip down on earth for that short amount of time to be able to be in this form of energy for you, because guess what? You probably would not be this connected to spirit if your son wasn't over there. Yeah. So you remember now in the beginning when I was like, hey, dude, you can't tell me to just say, you know, fall into the line of gratitude because I don't make it. This is what he's trying to say. You chose a life. You chose this life. And in this life, you chose a life that only includes lessons that could only include the pain and the happiness of having a child on earth and in spirit. And this life that you chose is no different than the life he chose to be that kid in your story. And so as you move forward, writing the rest of your story, he will continue to be your main character in spirit. So while you move forward with inspiration and movement with feeling the need to write your story and to tell your story, he will be moving the pen. He will be moving your feet and he will be getting you on a stage to where you can talk to moms. So whatever platform he's trying to put you on, whether it's virtual, whether it's physical, whether it's Facebook, I don't care. He says, my mom needs to remind herself every day that this story is a part of it and that this is a part of the book she's writing. It's This whole experience was all because of him. And that's why he's like, I almost did make it being funny because if it wasn't for his drop down, your purpose would not be what it is. And so we call this polarity and it's we can't have darkness without lightness. And sometimes our darkness comes in the form of narcissist behavior, but sometimes our darkness comes in the form of grief in a child. Because there is, he says, there is so much good that came out of my loss. And he's like, I need my mom to know that I know about everything good coming from me being here, but I need her to know how much good is coming her way because of me and how everything is cycled back through. Everything gets cycled back through, through this blender of energy that will spit out incredible love. He says, my mom just wants to love people in the way that he can 
she loved me. And she just wants to put out that extra kind of care and that extra kind of special love. And that's what happens over here is I'm loving souls because she taught me that kind of love that I needed to be in that body to experience that love. And from that, I'm able to then pull from her soul and carry it over here and love souls differently that can't do what they need to do in a body, but they do it over here. So there's a lot of change and adjustments and there's a lot of healing that's being made and had because of the both of you. And it's very special that this is the bond that you guys will carry for the rest of your earthly life. And it's this beautiful like blend of energies. It's just this angelic form of sparks that you need to protect and cautious of your crown chakra because this beautiful tunnel is going to give you information because you know what's after that? Spirit gets to move you in a way like me where they can then show you and give you message. So if you ever feel the need to go up to someone and say things like, I just want to tell you, I hope you're having a good day and that you're beautiful and that you're doing the best you can. And that, you know what, that's all that matters. Those kinds of messages are driven by spirit and we need the light workers like you that carry that empathy and that no matter what loss we carry, we always have that gain of the silver lining of knowing that we're here to love someone else and to encourage hope and faith. It's that tunnel again, because when you get inspired, it's like, Yes. <laughs> they get a car wash, like, but it's smoke. It's like they keep showing me smoke and it's like tubes, like of, it's like the best kind of clouds. It's like, it's like, it's cloudy with inspiration. It's like, I don't know what it is, but I know I need to go. And it's like, it's <laughs> um, not a lot of maybe on where you're being pulled or where you're being called but we trust the, the haziness being positive so that's great because oh that you're on the right track yeah and if, that you're doing exactly what you should be doing <sighs> they're really wanting you to really tell that story So do you have children on earth? Yeah. Yes. And how do you understand the number two? Are there two kids or? Yes, there's two. He's still here. The two on earth? Yes. Okay, so, so then he's taking you to the children. Um, actually, I believe it's the other. It's the, it's the mom. It's the grandma that was like the mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is, so it's almost as though one of giving you the hard time or giving you kind of this pullback or resistance um, like oh, it's like a elbow to the chest is what's happening to me and I'm not understanding if that's a bad thing um, did you all did you just have boys yeah so one of the okay so Are you so unaware of the resistance? Are you unaware of the resistance? Does that make sense? Unaware of the resistance? Um, 
So are they talking to you in the way and in the form that you wish that they were when it comes to important things in their life and or emotions or things that are important? No, um, no, they're not good at talking to me about any of it. Cool. So that's what they're acknowledging is the resistance they have uh, to you um, and to just life. Uh, it's very just blah. Uh, because we have to teach them it's almost like it's almost as though you guys mastered life you got the jobs you got the money flow you have the bills being everything is being taken care of and then like everything you know and then of course like the tragedy happens in the family and then we're just doing our best to remain on our life's plan and then just stay focused on what we built before that yes happening is that your children feel forgotten about because what's happened is that you guys are at a stature of an age to where you could literally do that um and so unknowingly it's a natural way for an adult to almost forget that their reality is completely different completely different from the beginning and so what happens is that the adults go first with their processing and their grieving and their healing. And then when they are healed and processed and they're over it, quote unquote, where they can move forward, they're expecting now everyone behind them to be on that same level. And then what happens is that that expectation is not being met. We naturally resist. And then we pull away because there's a lack of not understanding why they haven't been able to go where you went. And then you look over your shoulder and you're like, ah, shit, I forgot to throw my rope. I, I forgot to throw the safety net back. And it's not that you weren't supposed to, you were intended to forget. You were intended. So we're not going to carry in parent guilt. Okay. I'm stopping that shit right now. I saw it. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> For you. Okay. Because you need to know why they're at where they're at. And I'm not trying to place blame or call you out. So stop feeling those things too. Because underneath you right here, like at your stomach, it's like, oh, 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 I made a mistake. I disappointed yet another child. No. <laughs> you with me on that? Yes. Yeah. Don't want to sabotage you in this explanation, nor do I want to violate your emotions. And that's not this. I'm not that, this is not what this is about, but I am that good at my job that I can tell you what they've gone through while you've gone through what you've gone through. Yeah. That's all this is. And so what this is, is reminding us like, oh shit, we have to go back and repair. That's all. So I've done this with my own kids. That's why I feel safe talking to you about it because I too forgot. I, I, I'm like, I know exactly what spirit's talking to me about because while I went through my divorce, it was like, well, no shit. You know, they're catching up. Like their emotions are coming up now about something that happened a year ago. And so children can put a pause on their bullshit because they need you 
their instructor to learn first. So then you go back. That's what I'm saying. You needed to have forgotten about them because you care too much. You would have not allowed yourself to get to where you're at. Okay. Okay. Like, I'm not even going to allow that bullshit to come in right now because I'm about to talk about why, but I can't even have a drip. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, cool. See, you feel different. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So what we do now is we just go back and we're just like, let's go back to that day that they found out let's go back to that moment and say they they probably didn't receive enough they probably didn't receive enough listening or understanding or explanations could you imagine being like what do you mean our brother's all of a sudden gone and then what like what could you imagine the fear of dying at any given day that a child now will have because their sibling that was around them since birth their safety and then all of a sudden, God takes one of them. Could you imagine what that does to hope in a child? Yeah. Hopelessness is how they feel. And from that sensation, they smile through it because no one cares about a hopeless child. Also, how can they feel so hopeless when they have their finances taken care of? They're in good schools. They have good friends. We're in a good house. We have the cars. How can they feel that? So naturally they will feel guilty because mama, they've instilled that from you. They've embodied that from you. How can I grieve a child when I, at least I have been gifted two more. You cater to your reason of not to feel and it's not good. And that's what they have done. But what they need is for you to come in like a ninja and like come in like a 360, it's called like 360, right? Where you come around the corner and then you circle back around to giving them what they needed, what they didn't know they needed. And so what if you did, how old are they? Uh, 17 and 12. So circle back and just have a dedicated moment of conversation with them, regardless of resistance, because you're in charge. Yeah. And so you can just simply in your, you know, I'll say this within my frame of knowing, of course, you're their mom, you say this, how you choose, or don't say anything at all, but this is what spirit says. So spirit is showing me to talk to you in a way that I would normally talk to somebody who's going through the trauma, like at your age, because sometimes we forget that children are just the same and it's like this age grouping we put in our mind it's this psychological mind this age group that 18 they they're good they're 19 21 they're fine 23 you know when they have the children they'll circle back you know it's like this ideology that it's like well no stop putting these expectations on these children and allow them to set up their own bar and so it's like one of these things where we need to circle back to them and be like hey i need to say something to you you were not handled properly when your brother passed away and um, your soul and your heart and your mind simply just was not handled properly. And then for that, I'm taking accountability because as your mom, I need you to know that I had to get through that myself to see things differently. And it's not that I could have done it differently. 
but I need you to know that I know what happened. And I need, need you to know that nobody truly, truly showed up to you in the way that you deserved. The children need to feel and to hear that they deserved more than what they received. Yeah. Not placing blame, but they need accountability and they need to be recognized in the form and fashion in which they deserve. And spirit is just saying, if you release them from not being seen, then if you can see that from point A, they will know that you have seen all the points through the Z. And if you can then acknowledge that along the way, it will only instill trust. Then it says you care. Then when they need help, they come to you. Yeah. So you go back to the very beginning of when that resistance stopped because or started because you have how old was the 12 year old when his brother died i just turned 11 okay. it's just been exactly a year ago it happened so can you imagine being 11 only 11 years on this planet and your brother dies best friend close yeah best friend in the same room yeah your son is just really kind of giving me a perspective to give just outward. It's not to give to you because I know you've already experienced, I know you've thought of these things. This isn't mm -hmm. to have it done. I just need you to know that these children, your your grandma, the mom, it's like they're really needing us to go back and repair because that 17 year old. I got to tell you, there's some things in here that's not clicking right. but he's so smart. He has a deficiency of his own value. I almost believe you have to remind him of his value, like you're capable. Is that yes, right? yes. Like, I wanna make sure I'm talking on behalf of it, but I'm pretty, this is a, hmm. pretty, like this is all like, so, say it differently he's not getting it it's not clicking so what you think that worked before is no longer working and it's like you because he's transforming he's a, a young adult he's like so ready to um is that fair yeah yeah well just to like clarify so the 12 year old he was there when it happened and we got him into therapy and all of the things. But the 17-year-old, we did not. He went a couple times at school only because he wasn't there and they were not that close. They were so far apart in age. They were nine years apart. But I feel like what you're saying is direct because I think about that all the time that did we mess up by not getting, just thinking that he was just okay. So, so. You did, so try not to view it as, did we mess up? Because that's going to allow you to self-sabotage. Um, right. That, we want to remind ourselves of a blind spot. Like, was that a blind spot? Because if we can recognize it as a blind spot and not in our awareness, then we can't hold ourselves accountable and blame what we didn't do with what we didn't know. So if we can then acknowledge that, hey, 
he he acted in that way to say like he didn't want or need that and then i almost sensed that it wasn't even vibing with him and that he wanted to pull out or say i was fine so it's almost as though like you can't blame yourself for trusting him yeah and so from that ideology he's growing up now and he's realizing what he missed on which was the help and so now he's becoming probably less stubborn but more stubborn it's a very strange tug of war it's like he's never he's never had anything okay listen nothing has ever hit his fullest expectation and he's been disappointed across the board with god parents siblings life world that's what's not clicking. He's not understanding why 17 years of life he's experienced what people at 50 doesn't even experience yet. Yeah. And so you need to talk to that. You need to say, son, you're absolutely right. It's unfair. You should be angry and be angry with God. Be angry with us. We've messed up. Like talk his language. Yeah. And, and, and almost build, because he's going to cry after that. He's going to cry. He's going to break down in tears. Because I see him being only raging because no one's listening to that 15-year-old self or 16-year-old self. Or whatever. 17. It's like, this. there's rage. But he's afraid of hurting someone. He's afraid of lashing out. He's afraid of being reactive because he's not someone that wants to create harm. He is someone that wants to understand his mind and that's what's not clicking. Why am I at, why am I this way? Why am I repelling? Why am I resisting the love that I know I can receive? It's because he's never been taught. He's never seen that this accepts this way because his dad probably doesn't love in the way that he needs to love too. So he's not exposed to a masculine form of love in the way that maybe he needs to receive, which is fine, because your husband's, that's not his job. Your husband's job is not to conform into the way that your, the children should live, but we got to give the permission. We got to give the wall, the boundaries of like, hey, how, what do you need? How can we love on you? Because how I love your husband is different. How you love the other children are different. It's like, what do you need, son? Do you need to be reminded that you're capable of getting through this? Or do you need to be reminded that... He is strong and he is capable of getting through. But what pisses, him, what pisses him off is the fact that he is expected to do it. He's expected to do it. And because of that expectation, he's bitter. And the bitterness comes in the form of, I'm fine. Because if I say something, nothing's going to change. I'm good. Ten minutes. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Not fine. He's very broken. And if you're not careful, if I'm being honest, he will go down a very bad road that you do not want him to go down. And I'm not trying to scare you, Mama Bear. I'm just oh, I, Yeah, I've already thought it. Yeah. Okay. So it's just to, to 
bring him in, reel him in before he releases himself. It's like you have whatever left of time because we need to repair him and just let him know that it's okay to be angry because it's almost as though he feels the need to automatically get over it. Like he almost doesn't feel like someone's told him to be angry or to, to be aggressively angry, to get it out. It's always been repressed. It's always been, you need to be nice and don't get, don't yell, don't freak out. But could you imagine the only place where a male could express his tension can no longer be that way in his home because their parents are saying, don't do that. So where does he do that? So he's gonna leave as quickly as he possibly can. But you know what's gonna happen? He's gonna end up with a woman and he's gonna, or, or I, mean, I don't know, probably women. I feel very straight. Um, and so um, it's, is he straight? Uh, yeah, as far as I know. I feel sensitive. <laughs> he seems very straight. <laughs> I'm just so doesn't energy. Yeah. <laughs> just because you know I'm gay, and I'm like I know the difference. And so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna? He's going to use her as the form of lashing out with his tension. And we don't want that. No. And then when it comes to children, he will be gifted a boy to soften his heart, which is why your husband had three of them. So if you can get him to a place of softness and compassion and gentleness and wash away any toxic masculinity ego, you might have a granddaughter. That's crazy. <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Because what they do is if, why are they going to gift a baby girl to a man who treats women that way? So then they birth out a boy who tests their patience to where you can physically hit a man and it by law be okay. So then the aggression comes into the form of, to the kid, but then you know what happens, spirit does? They show the reflection of the man that he's becoming by being the dad they didn't want to be. So then they change. Sometimes they miss their mark though. And then they just keep having boys. And then at the end, they're like, oh, sometimes they have to have a very drastic thing happen in their life for someone to check in on themselves, like possibly the loss of a child. So you need to know the reality of the life that you're in and that there is choices to be made at times when they need to be made and movement in your life because spirit's on board with you and your happiness. Love it. I'm going to pull just a couple cards for you real quick. And then I'm going to move to my next apartment. Okay. You're so cool. You're so cool. I just love these sessions. I'm going to be back for a hundred more. <laughs> well, I like people like you that trust this process and love this process because it makes me feel uh, belonged. It makes me feel um, not crazy. I've been like, this you are life. not crazy. Do not ever quit doing this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, flow. Your first card is flow. 
So it's find an easier path. It's talking about just making things easier automatically. Um, so surrender the outcome. Release your expectations is what it says. And we talked about expectations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other card is passion. So it says too much excites you, get fired up about your life and increase your energy levels. Um, and that's uh, a unicorn on fire. Um, and then your son wants you to dance. <laughs> your body to music, dance with the rhythm of life and manifest your dreams through dance. So the fourth card, for, you know, the fourth card always encompasses life in general, as far as maybe just something that could encourage movement in any direction. But your card is partnership. So I don't know, like, if you're doing anything in your life for a different form of fulfillment or joy, or if you're kind of thinking about um, a group or social, I don't know. But teamwork will give you a better result. Find true, Find trustworthy people to partner with and build up a talented support team. And I'm gonna tell you, it's about your story. It's about the mom groups. It's about getting people together and uniting people with your narrative. I have to tell you, I talked to thousands of people, right? You, with photography, with readings, you have a mindset that is a very special one and it needs to be taught. You cannot think, doesn't everyone feel and think this way? Because no, that's not true. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. So you just need to know you're very important. Well, awesome. <laughs> because you have to teach people that and you have to you have to go through that experience for people to even trust the way that you can teach them how to grieve or how to think. So it's it's very important. You yeah. see? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you are incredible. Best of luck with everything. I can't wait to chat again. And um, yeah, love and light to you. Yes. Thank you so much. I hope you have a good weekend. Thank you too. All right. <laughs>